Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Facebook Live with the Director. I'm here with you again on our Wednesday evening chance to get together and talk about the things that are most pertinent to you. I'm hoping to maybe have a couple of takers that want to try to get into a direct video chat with me tonight. That's why I'm sporting the headphone here and uh, ready to see if this might work for us. It's a little bit tricky on the technology. Uh, so we'll give it a shot if anybody wants to take a chance at it. In the comments, you'll see that I've placed the link uh, for trying a video chat with me uh, directly during this Facebook Live event. And so I'll be keeping an eye out for you to pop up on my screen and potentially uh, join in on the conversation. Uh, I'm going to start with you, as usual, with some of the information I want to present to you tonight. Not a lot of things uh, that are happening right now. Uh, we're all waiting for uh, further word from the government. Uh, no major announcements today, uh, but there's some suggestion that we may be hearing some things tomorrow. As I mentioned this morning, we had some early information that was going out to colleges uh, that seemed to be giving us some insight, but we really don't have anything definitive yet. Um, I'm going to go up to my screen here and grab our presentation. Uh, as we always do, we start off with the current status downloaded just a few moments ago. The global picture has us at about 1.4 million. Uh, you can see uh, the line and the red. Uh, of course, a big chunk of that right now is happening in the United States. And for those of us with family members in the United States, it's really tough for us to be here and not be there with them as uh, the United States continues to face this challenge. As does the whole world. And so we're all very thoughtful about them and, uh, and certainly thoughtful about all of you with family in other countries that are seeing this outbreak uh, take them as well. And so uh, we're hopeful that we can continue working towards uh, positive conclusion, isolation, our social distancing in order to keep as many as we can from being affected by this. Uh, in Poland, the numbers hit 5,000 this afternoon. I don't know if you had a chance to see that, but uh, it gives you a sense of the picture here. Uh, again, I know that the government and others are looking at this data in terms of making their decisions about what the future of social distancing will look like. I wanted to share with you uh, some of the survey results. I uh, closed down, obviously, uh, this morning after last responses. I uh, had about 200 in the database, so thank you for your, uh, joining us and for uh, posting your comments. Uh, we really appreciate that. Wanted to show you last time in terms of just a couple of snippets here uh, versus current. Uh, last time we were looking at average screen time. Uh, again, this 1 to 10 scale with 4 being just about right. Uh, last, so last time we were looking at numbers like this, and you can see particularly on the upper school chart on the right-hand side, elementary's on the left. I think I'll go ahead and turn me off for a minute here so you can see these. Um, screen time, we're generally norm-curved about the just right level, and so we were seeing a little bit of heavy screen time on the on the upper end, particularly at the upper school. Uh, this was before we changed our schedule and tried to modify our practices a little bit. This is our chart today, and you can see that we have shaved off the edge on the upper school a little bit. Equally, uh, we've strengthened our just right at the elementary, and so we're feeling pretty good about the balance that we're creating here. We're not done yet. 
We still see at the upper school end maybe a move to a little bit more asynchronous time, possibly some other incremental adjustments to schedule may help us uh, balance out further that top end a little bit more. Uh, if we go on to the learning engagements, last time we saw some good strength right out of the box with upper school. We were still concerned a little bit at elementary on the bottom end. We're trying to address that. And this time we can show that you know there is a little bit of additional strength at the elementary in the just right category. Uh, but we're still working towards that. And I think with the additional work in Flipgrid, the additional Zoom time that's being added, uh, is only strengthening that. And upper school remains strong in terms of that curve being right in the center where we want it to be. Again, thank you for your responses and for giving us uh, that insight. One more that was interesting, and it's a difference. I didn't include last times, but last times, of course, did not include as much of the Zoom video. But you can see that Zoom has shot right up to the top in terms of uh, liked application and so we're taking that under advisement and looking for additional opportunities to utilize that but utilize it effectively and I just want to put the cautionary statement out there about Zoom and the concerns that we have about security and whether it's working effectively for our families and also keeping our kids safe. We've done additional protocols and things. You've all been reading the news stories about the transgressions into Zoom in other parts of the world. Uh, we want to be very much aware of that and also make sure we've got the tight parameters on our use of Zoom. Uh, at the same time, we're having some good early success, and so we're going to continue to grow our capabilities in this realm. And I think the company in general has dedicated itself to improving its practices as well. And so we see some positives there, despite uh, the negative news that has certainly invaded uh, the news streams out there. Um, next steps, uh, we're just continuing our adjustments and additions, uh, continuing the layered approach in terms of bringing things online. Um, we are now implementing the calendar that we announced last week. I know that that didn't meet with everyone's satisfaction, but we did get some fairly strong positive response to the changes. That means we're in school this Friday. That's the first change that's coming up, and so please be aware of that. And then uh, we follow that up uh, with uh, the cancellation of the spring break, keeping Constitution Day that week, and then interspersing our three-day weekends to take a necessary uh, break from uh, the strenuousness of this whatever might come on the horizon in terms of when we uh, ultimately find out that school is going to reopen. And we're still living on the belief uh, that uh, we will potentially reopen at some stage. And that's the next point is that we're planning for that. Uh, we're planning uh, the steps that we would take, how we would open school under still having uh, an infectious disease, what would our protocols look like and our safety plans. I'll have more on that, I believe, next week as we start uh, looking at the potential or possibility of reopening school and what that might look like. Um, so that's very much on our mind, and we're definitely uh, pushing towards that. Um, then just reminding you of some of the things that we have going out there. Uh, there's more that we want to add to this. We just weren't quite ready for tonight. Uh, the Connecting Hearts you know about, I really do suggest taking a look at the ASW Warriors page and all the uh, activities that are being posted there, including uh, some reflections on our award ceremony that was still carried on virtually. 
Um, and some of the things that uh, kids are posting there in terms of how they're staying fit uh, during isolation. And Math Warriors is still going out there. And so that, that page and that group is still very much alive and doing good work with kids. Things that you're going to see shortly is we've got some projects going on in the background, give back projects to the community. Uh, we have uh, 3D face masks uh, for the hospitals being printed busily upstairs. We have lots of things to announce on that front, including some projects that are going out. Uh, we have some other things that are in the planning stage and starting to get rolled out. And things that we can do in addition to our core program that's consistent with the values of ASW and what we hope to do and what we hope to accomplish. Um, I think that's pretty much what I have in terms of presentation tonight. I'd really like to get to your questions and uh, see how we're doing. Uh, looks like we've got about 49 of us online, so I'm ready to take your questions and start talking about things. Um, I will, uh, while I'm waiting for a question here, I will note that I've been continuing to follow a lot of what's going on in the classrooms, both at the elementary and upper level. Uh, really have ex an excited uh, look to what the things that the kids are doing and how they're getting along and really enjoy uh, reviewing their work at all levels in getting a sense of what it is uh, that we're truly accomplishing. Well, we've got our first question up and I've got it up on the screen here. I found out that I can do this in my application and put your questions right on the screen. It won't disclose your name, so don't worry about that. Um, the new 2019-20 calendar has been published in letter last year. I think we're working to get it up on the website, so it should be in the usual place on the website, possibly by tomorrow. Um, I'll send that out again in the morning just to make sure everybody has it, uh, but please uh, know we're, we're pushing fast as we can to get that published and get it up on the website so that you can have easy access to that, okay? Um, let's see. Other questions, other thoughts. Um, I, I do value that I'm seeing some stress in our upper school kids. Uh, just based on the comments I'm seeing, many, most are doing a wonderful job. But I do wonder about the fatigue and the resilience right now. And I'm hoping that the kids will take a good break this weekend on the Easter weekend um, so they can come back a little bit renewed to their work on Tuesday. And again, if you're having any difficulty at home, we're hoping that you'll take the time to reach out to us, uh, to the teacher, to the principal, to me directly. And so we're really hoping that you'll take advantage of that. Okay, I've got another question up here, and I'll pop it up on the screen. Um, is the summer school uh, only targeted to the 10 to 16 age bracket? Um, no, actually, summer school has multiple components this summer, and so it'll be targeted to uh, both the lower end as well as the upper end. Of course, we're planning for it right now on its original dates, and we're discussing whether we should change those dates. But because it's a mixed group, we're not sure whether uh, there will be any uh, additional changes to it that we should consider. Um, but right now, it's still on our website. You can still find out about the different summer programs that we have going this year. We've expanded it, and you can, uh, you can go ahead and register, and then we'll reach out to those who have registered to determine if any schedule changes are warranted when we get closer to those events and when we get closer to the end of our calendar. So, so thank you for that. I appreciate that question. Um, just got another one here. Um, let's see. 
Um, and it's about calendar change at this point. Um, no, we should count now on this calendar remaining stable for the remainder of the year. We do not plan any additional change to this calendar. Even if we come back, we do not project changing the calendar. So it was meant to be done as one change and this sticks for the remainder of the year. So we'll continue with this calendar right to June 5th and keep us on this schedule all the way to the end. So thank you very much for that and helping me to clarify that we're really not convinced that we're going to change this calendar again. We are really settled on this. And we did extra time to make sure we did due diligence to that to assure um, that we had the calendar that was going to work for us no matter what came down the path. Uh, let's see. Next question is any concerns for exams and IB program in terms of eventual applications to university? No, we're working hard to make sure that we've addressed all of the issues relative to the lack of the IB exams and the methodology that IB is using to assess students lacking that exam. So these students have a body of work that they've done during the course of the year. And in actuality, there's been a lot of debate over a number of years of whether the exam is really an effective uh, um, measure of how a student has done in their studies. And so um, the fact that we don't have an exam means we rely on that other data, the, inter the um, individual assessments, uh, the things that they do in the class, the teacher's judgment based on the work that the student's doing. And so we do rely a lot on that work as contributing to our predicted scores. And ultimately, we're pretty close between our predicted scores and what students ultimately get on those exams. And so there is a good ability to use that data this year uh, to help us make sure uh, that kids get the results that they want. And IB has kept an appeal process. Uh, even with this methodology, they will still be giving us an opportunity to appeal any decisions on scores and have them reviewed to the student's benefit, hopefully, in case there are any concerns. And the universities are, of course, starting to put together their plans relative to how they're addressing supporting students in this difficult time. And we're feeling that many of the colleges are coming forward with very good ideas and good ways of addressing it. Uh, conferences with teachers is the next question up. Um, and, and thank you for that question. We're laying some plans right now and hoping to come up with some solutions. Uh, we're looking at systems. We're looking at Zoom, which we talked about earlier. Uh, we're looking at other alternatives that would give us an opportunity to provide parents with an opportunity to interact with teachers. It won't look the same. We know that. And it's difficult to figure out how that time balances out against our time to be focused on learning and developing the materials and activities that we're pushing out. So uh, we're very conscious of that and hopeful that you'll be patient with us as we come up with solutions for that. Um, but it's a difficult challenge for us. How do we uh, find the necessary time to get everyone the opportunity to connect on what they want to connect on um, and do that in a virtual format, which is still you know, uh, where we're getting good results with our education, can we achieve the same thing with parent conferencing? It's a question that we're still asking ourselves. So look for details on that shortly. Uh, those dates have been pushed back, obviously, while we're waiting for some decisions here. 
And uh, so we're going to be making some decisions on that in very short order uh, in order to address your needs. Other questions, please uh, shoot them at me. Um, this is going pretty well here, and I'm hopeful that we can uh, uh, keep answering your concerns and help you to see how it is that we're planning and developing. Um, I should talk about uh, the fact that we're also doing staff surveys and trying to uh, make sure that we're keeping on top of how staff are doing. Uh, board committees are continuing to meet and get ready for our next board meeting coming up on April 20th. We're all working diligently day-to-day uh, -day basis. Um, someone had asked me last time about uh, staff on campus. We do have staff that are occasionally popping in on campus. Uh, we're still doing business here. The Human Resources Office is still addressing all of our concerns. So it is really uh, coming together well. And I think, in, in essence, uh, we're making good progress in the right direction. Um, we got another question up here, and let me uh, read it because I don't think the whole thing is going to come up on the screen. Um, it, the writer says school is not about days, but about learning and getting evidence, particularly for homeschoolers in 11th grade. The content and the predictive scores should be adjusted due to virtual learning. Is this regarding, is there any initiative going on at ASW? Absolutely. Uh, there's lots of work uh, talking about how we do assessment within a virtual schooling environment and how uh, we assure that learning is, is taking place. We have a little bit more synchronous mode, so we're making sure that we're doing that. We're really doing that at all levels. It's not just at upper school, but we're also trying to address how do we assess student progress at the elementary level, and there's lots of things that are going on there as well. Um, and so we really are trying to hone in on that and make sure that we do the kind of corrective work we need to do, particularly with our kids at the top end, that are preparing them for next year to make sure that they don't skip a beat, that they continue with the progress that they've already been laying down, and that they're getting that uh, formative and summative feedback that helps them along the way. Uh, there's a question here about if we are out next week, will there be opportunities to begin with language and single subjects? Or actually, um, I, I think that's Miss Munnerlin actually suggesting that we are moving into language and single subjects and adding more and more to our layered approach. Um, the um, weekly schedule uh, on Friday will continue to deliver those kinds of things and how that schedule keeps being layered and updated. So look for that information as it continues to come out. Um, the grade-specific Zooms, yes. I think there's, uh, there's some uh, evidence to support that that was a wonderful activity for parents. And, uh, that we, and I sat in on three, I think, out of, uh, out of them. Uh, and really enjoyed seeing what's going on in your homes as you're participating in those conversations. And it's really exciting to see that we can carry on many of these things through a distributed use of all the different tools in our toolbox. And so we really are hopeful that we can continue that process and keep uh, interacting with parents uh, both at the grade level as well as potentially as well as at the classroom level and talk more at that level as well. Let's see. Uh, I've got a question here about Zoom. Uh, kids got feedback from the teachers that it will be only used as a communication tool. Do you ban on making classes like math? 
No, there is definite evidence to support that uh, you don't use Zoom at the elementary level as much for direct instruction. Uh, keeping a class of that age of child from a developmental point of view, all of our research has showed that that's not as successful as the more asynchronous approach. Now, that's not to say that communication doesn't mean we're refining and helping kids see more insight into their learning, maybe giving them uh, deeper insight into their activities and the kinds of results that they're giving, and also providing opportunity for kids to share as they're doing on Flipgrid in order to refine their performances as well. So while it's not direct instruction, Zoom is definitely being used as a communication tool to continue to refine and develop the learning that's coming out through Seesaw, through Flipgrid, and through the activities. So there's lots of opportunity for us to continue to develop and support and continue to address this. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, another question is, will Zoom be for supporting ES students in learning or only... 30 for a kind of chat. Well, I think I just addressed that. You know, we're looking at other formats of utilizing Zoom in smaller group settings that might be another additive feature uh, to working with kids. And so we're really uh, looking at trying to understand how to use it the most effectively and not have uh, kids who are on a screen for extended amounts of time that isn't productive or good screen time for them. Um, there's a question about sharing the research. I'll try to look at a, a few of the links. The research that I'm referring to, though, is research from the schools who've been in virtual school for an extended period of time. These are the hundreds of schools in Southeast Asia that have shared copiously with us all of their research on the best approaches uh, to using the different tools. And this result of, of not using Zoom at elementary directly for instruction, not having kids on screens for extended amounts of time, is well-founded in the schools that are only just now, after 10 weeks of virtual school, going back into classrooms. And, and they, they have learned from their experience that this is the standard, that this is something we have to be cautious about at elementary. We have to be very thoughtful. And we have to go very incrementally in order to make sure that things are going well. Miss um, Munderland has also dropped in that we're offering some academic Zoom support for activities and it's different from each grade level and by the data the teachers are gathering. So it's definitely uh, worth connecting on and listening. Uh, and, and again, we're listening to you and we're making adjustments incremental along the way, trying to make sure that we're increasing our ability to do things and continuing to grow our process. It won't stay at just the times you're seeing right now. This is just the first step. It's a growth process and it's a, it's a, it's a sequence, pace by pace. And so it works really well. Um, so we've got a comment here about Seesaw working for students in colleges and ask for explanation, and that's just not accurate. Uh, the learning 
is happening through the Seesaw interaction. I see examples of it throughout the system of kids posting good work and getting good feedback from teachers. There's a lot of interaction back and forth that's directed specifically to that student, very personalized, very direct, and very supportive to their learning. Seesaw was never built for college. It was always built for elementary school and for young learners. It was built for uh, teachers to work with kids and with parents. It's meant to be um, that place where, um, where kids work with teachers and with their parents in a collaborative setting. And it can be used, it's very effective for using, for monitoring kids' work and their attempts and their activities and giving them feedback and then determining from that where you need to pull kids in for some additional dialogue time or where you need to contact a parent and say, how can I help? And we're working our methods to try to find ways to make sure that we're getting back to you and when we see things go awry. And so it works very well, and it's a definite um, uh, continuity of learning that is represented in the posts that are online with Seesaw. Um, I want to just throw up the thank you, and they've got a parent there saying pre-K and upper school students, I want to say thank you for an amazing job. Both really work well. We do like to hear the positive comments, and we do appreciate your feedback on a regular basis. Uh, I get a variety of messages, and we're really trying to uh, continue to build and grow and develop our, our, our way of, of getting at things. Um, I've got a question up here about have you seen one single day in ES in third grade? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it every day. I think in third grade alone, I saw uh, 200 plus posts within the last day, day and a half. Uh, there's about 4,000 across the whole system. Um, I'm going into classrooms and I'm looking at individual kids' productions. Uh, and then I'm looking at the teacher and uh, specialist feedback to the kids as they're doing things. And so I, I am monitoring that, and I'm trying to get a sense of, uh, it's hard to measure one grade level against another. I think all the grade levels are doing amazing things and really doing um, uh, really the best they can um, and utilizing their time effectively to build the activities and then build the feedback loops. And again, more and more is being added all the time. The CBT time gets the community building back. Now we can layer on that with additional interaction and feedback with kids. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely seeing across the whole system, all the way from uh, pre-K three, all the way up to our seniors, uh, the kind of dialogue and interaction and regular connection with kids that needs to happen in a virtual setting, despite the fact that we have to rely on parents more in this reality uh, to be able to uh, supervise and encourage and connect and stay on top of kids um, because we just can't be there. We can't be there. And, then, and there is no system that would allow us to transport the body of a teacher into your living room and turn that into something that looks like regular school. It just isn't possible. And, and to try to do it, would potentially be more detrimental to your kids than what we're doing now by taking an incremental approach. And the survey demonstrates that. It demonstrates that the majority, the, the, the center of that norm curve is happy with what we're doing and happy with the incremental approach to keep moving forward. Here's an example. 
there's a second grader that's very happy with her everyday activities in Seesaw, and Zoom is helping her connect with her teachers and classmates. That's the kind of thing we're striving to get from all of you. And if we're not hitting that, we want to talk to you individually, and we want to continue to work to help you become part of the middle screen, become part of that, that middle of the norm curve that we seem to be hitting on, on, on a structural basis uh, in the middle. So we've got another comment about French class. Again, it's not going to look the same. And the kids are being asked to do activities. They're being asked to push forward. And again, I, I'm just going to say, if you, Mrs. Averco, if you want to talk more in depth about this, I'm happy to talk with you. But you're not representative of the broader constituency. The broader constituency is finding a degree of happiness, and I, and I want to help you. I want to help you and any other parent that is still struggling. Please contact me and let me work with you individually so that we um, can help you uh, find a pathway uh, to success for your child and bridge this gap together. Anything we can do, we will help you, but it's, it, it, it's just... It's difficult because we need to understand from your perspective what the situation is. And I'd say this for any parents that's still um, struggling and still uh, uh, having trouble with this, that are on the ends of, of the curve. It's not that we don't want to address you. We do. We want you to give us your feedback, but we want to work with you individually at this stage and try to figure out how we can improve it for you. We've got another comment about fifth grader considers the social connections with Zoom have been so important, almost as important as the actual content learning. So there's a nice equalness of that. We consider that the two go together, that the learning and the seesaw, the activities and the feedback loops are a cornerstone to our program. The Zoom will continue to enhance it and everything will continue to grow and develop in the way that we expect. Again, this is across the board. Uh, there's still... Uh, is the same kinds of issues, and we consider that we can continue to work on this. Um, and, uh, and again, the comments about calling us and coming together with us and talking to us, we appreciate that. We want you to do that. We want you to reach out to us when you're currently unhappy, and we'll do what we can to address your needs. Um, we've got a, a little bit of uh, uh, feedback uh, yesterday from the uh, Laura was sharing this, and I was in the same uh, NEASC webinar yesterday where educators from schools throughout Southeast Asia uh, were online giving their experience about uh, what they learned from being in school, in virtual school for um, 10 weeks. And they, they gave us good insight into the way in which uh, uh, they were addressing us, and it's very consistent with what we're doing. And so, you know, we are proud of the teachers, the parents, the students who are not only working together, but they're building on an understanding of what happened before us to make sure we're building on the best insight possible. Um, minutes are not going to be our solution. Nothing, nothing about counting minutes is ever going to address the situation that we're all involved in. And again, reach out to us individually. We'll talk it through. Um, it's, it's, again, you look back at the survey results. 
We've got a solid core that is happy with what we're doing, that has seen us make good progress on incrementally adding to our program and continuing to work what it is that we're trying to do. And we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to work hard to make sure um, that we can address all of these concerns and continue bringing you into the center. We call it bringing into the center because um, we want to make sure we're dealing with both ends, the too much and the too little. How do we address getting into the center so that we grow that, uh, that norm of just right? We have just right screen time, we have just right learning engagement, and that we are all recognizing that we're doing this under unique circumstances that have been thrust upon us. We would not have you at home if we could. We would have the kids here with us in the classrooms. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for the imposition of this from other students. Um, we had um, an email regarding, someone has put up a note about a past email. This is all old business, and it was already addressed. And I, I, I really am not sure that this forum, it helps us to address it in this way. Uh, we know that there are some, and that there are also many who later contacted me and said, they weren't actually supportive of that and they saw positive changes. And again, we are addressing this incrementally. So please, let's not just rehash old business. We've got results that say we are making progress in the right direction and, and, and that we have a strong contingent of our community that's very happy with what we're doing and that we're all in this together and we understand the dynamics of it. I feel for the families who have multiple kids at home, who are also trying to keep businesses, who want to keep kids engaged. We're all learning through this. We're learning what it means to be in a crisis situation. We're learning what it means um, to rely on each other and to try to work together to solve problems. And we will continue to add to it. The, you know, the, the different approaches are coming. All of these things are happening. Um, there, there are things being added on a daily basis. And we knew that the challenges would be greater the younger the student uh, and how we can keep them engaged and connected but without crossing the boundaries of doing things that aren't good for their health or for their well-being. Um, the, the, the other kinds of single subjects, things like that, again, I'm addressing your question. I have addressed those questions. We are adding more and more, and we're doing things uh, with individual things. If you as a parent, though, and I think it's important to address the second part of your question, if you as a parent don't have background in an area and need additional advice, reach out to us. We will find a way to get a time with you and to talk to you directly and figure out how we can support you and how we can help you. Um, we can do that, uh, both for the PE, for the languages, um, certainly our EAL and special needs teachers have been reaching out to families and, and working very hard to get connected with you and help you address your concerns when they emerge. So please, um, stay on board with us and, and reach out to us directly. Again, principal, to me directly, to the teacher, 
uh, work together to find ways to address those needs, and we're happy to do that, just as we would if your child was here at school in a regular way. You would reach out to us if you had a concern, if you had a question, if you had a need uh, for additional insight. We can link you up with people, and we can find a way to address those concerns. You know, Mrs. Hansen, I'm going to address your question specifically because it's not accurate. We did not initiate Zoom because of the email. Zoom was always on our schedule to implement in a layered approach. So to suggest that we did that only because of that email is an inaccurate statement and inappropriate. We have had Zoom in our tech stack since day one, along with Google Meet and Hangout, and we always intended that it was going to be a tool for the community building and for the kinds of things that we wanted to see in elementary school. So please, don't feel like one single letter is guiding our process. It gives us insight, it gives us support for the decisions that we're making, but it is not what's driving our decision-making. Our decision-making is being driven by looking at the results of other schools who have done this before us, as well as the competent information that we glean from the professionals in this realm who know what these systems can and can't do. And that's the professional judgment of my team. And the professional judgment of my team has been right on target both at the upper end and at the bottom end. So please, we are working on this and we are continuing to enhance our practice and continuing to add things to us. Thanks again for the positive comments on pre-kindergarten, first grade, Zoom, Seesaw, Flipgrid, plenty of activities and things to do. Um, the feedback that's coming back and forth every day is, is, is each activity. Um, there seems to be a concern in middle school about feedback, and I thank you for that to re help us recognize that there may be concerns at all levels. And so I really want to take that question under consideration and take that to our middle school administration and see what we can do to plug you into more feedback. That's always been an issue with Google Classroom because Google Classroom does not give you direct insight into uh, what the kids are doing. It, it's more of a summary. And I know you're getting your grade levels at the middle school uh, summary as well, and so hopefully that's giving you insight as well. Uh, but we can push out to get additional feedback into your hands. We do want you to spend time with your kids talking more about what they're doing and having them share with you their classroom interface. So please, I, I mentioned this last week, at the upper school, it's important for you to make sure that you're very much aware of what the kids are doing. Have them share classroom streams with you. Have them show you uh, the work that they're doing and the feedback that they're getting that's incorporated into that work. And, uh, and, and really, really address making sure you're involved and engaged. Find what time you can outside of school hours if necessary but make sure that you're spending a little bit more time than you would if you were in real life school uh, going over your child's work with them and how they're progressing. Let them share it with you. That in and of itself is a great learning activity for the upper school. Um, 
We've got someone with a daughter in the middle school, another in high school, and ASLW doing a great job. Thank you. Seesaw and Zoom interactions in the ES. I do agree that a second language is a challenge. Maybe more teacher videos would be helpful. Yes, I think we can begin to continue to enhance and continue to roll that. Um, the app on the devices and teachers was also a challenge for us at elementary. Remember, we had the built-in advantage at the upper school of a one-to-one -one laptop program. But for the elementary, we were moving very quickly to deploy resources and equipment. We're one of the only schools that could have done that, by the way. Uh, deploy, have enough resources in the building that we could deploy devices to kids and put them into their hands at home. And we did that, but it takes time to roll out the applications and, and the things that we need on those devices. And, and we know we're sending you lots of instructions on how to use these things, and we ask you to continue to work towards that and keep working on it. Again, more coming next week, more things that we're going to keep adding. Um, there's that call for bingo with the PTO again. I appreciate that. I haven't heard from Elena yet. Elena, are you going to jump in on this? And are we going to talk about a PTO with the bingo? Um, I've been hoping to get that up and running, and we're really hoping to hear something about that. Um, we've got some administrators feeding back on you, and again, um, all of my uh, principals are here, and we're, de we're definitely working towards answering your questions. Um, we have a question up about map testing. We're in the process of addressing this, and it is going to be challenging uh, for us to try to do map testing in a virtual environment. In fact, it's probably not going to be possible. Uh, just from a testing protocol point of view and from a proctoring point of view. Uh, but again, we're looking into it, and, and, and again, we're hopeful uh, that we'll be back in school. If we are, we'll uh, develop a schedule and still continue with our testing as, uh, as we've always done before. And so just keep that in mind. We are going to keep working on that. Um, I'm not sure who, if you're answering a question about community time from someone else. So I'm just going to check here. Um, there's a lot of comments here about trust. You know, we all have to have more trust right now, and I, I value that. Um, I have to have a lot of faith in my staff that they can make this happen. I do. Um, I have to have a lot of faith in parents that they can um, do this. You told me in the survey you could. The vast majority of you said, I felt like I was ready and prepared to partner with teachers for my child's education. So I trust that. So I think a reciprocal trust from you in knowing that we're taking the right steps to keep working towards the right solution is an important part of the process. Um, and that means you have to give us trust. And then from the trust, we can build the relationship to help work out the remaining issues you may be feeling. Again, across the board, whether it's feedback in middle school or whether it's um, uh, the elementary it, it, things that we're still dealing with, we continue to work on this and we will continue to move forward. Um, thank you, uh, Julio. I have kids in middle, high school, middle school, ES. I can only say thanks for the way you're managing this exceptional situation. Sometimes we forget it just took all of us by surprise. Of course, there's room to improve, but my three kids are learning and happy with their lessons. They've got to learn, and we got to keep learning. 
at ASW, learning never stops, and we want to keep working on this until we get it right. And then hope, after we get it right, that we never have to use it again. <laughs> but we should be prepared, and we were partially prepared, and it's good now to, to make sure that we are fully prepared should we ever need to do this again, and make sure that we're um, working this system and working it up in the best way possible. Let's see. Um, so there's more on, on MAP, and again, we're investigating that. I'm kind of reading through that. So um, there is a, a Mr. Sheehan just noted that NWA discourages virtual testing. Again, they haven't come out and said don't do it, but they have discouraged it for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, and it does uh, get, um, get some praise. Um, Zoom, uh, just a parent shout out here. Uh, Zoom works very well in many schools all over the world. And yes, we're very much aware of that. We are working towards um, expanding our use and continuing to grow it. Uh, again, without tipping the balance to the other direction, because there's also many examples around the world of overusing Zoom and what it means for kids and what it means for lost time and lost efficiency and effectiveness. So again, step by step and we'll keep working on it okay um let's see what else anything else that i can answer here before i consider bringing it to a close i didn't get anybody in on the video i don't know if anybody wanted to try that and talk to me directly online. It didn't seem like there were any takers tonight or something went wrong with the technology and I didn't, I didn't see anybody in waiting. Uh, but again, you're welcome to still give it a try before we get done here. Um, let's see, uh, there's a meeting for fifth grade parents tomorrow about middle school. Uh, is there some system of dividing kids into classes? Do you know how the transition looks like? That will all be answered in that meeting. Uh, the early stages of transition are beginning in earnest, uh, despite our virtual profile right now. Uh, we want kids to be prepared for next year. Uh, and so we're proceeding like we normally do, just in a different way, uh, to initiate our meetings to start explaining uh, the process for fifth graders getting ready for sixth. And fifth to sixth is, of course, as always, our, our, one of our more significant transitions. And so please make sure that, uh, uh, that you try to participate in this uh, so that we can share with you important information. And I know um, after the meeting there will be plenty of material sent out to you as well to make sure that you're up to speed on what you need to know. Anything else for tonight? Uh, I want to make sure I'm, I'm getting everything uh, that we can address. Uh, principals and vice principals are all uh, weighing in on your questions as well. Is there anything else that you want to direct my direction? If not, I think I'll slowly bring it to a close here. I just want to thank you again for your questions. I hope I'm not overly direct when I say I really do want to work on this, but also being very clear about the fact that we want to make prudent, thoughtful, and engaged decisions and, and do so in a way that's organizationally based and not just individual needs based. We will work with you individually to the degree we can, and we are going to make sure that we keep this going until the government allows us to come back, and then we'll come back in earnest 
and, and hope for that reunion that we're all looking forward to where kids can come on campus again, uh, greet their friends, and where we can be once again the real life community that we're now uh, doing in virtual uh, environments. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining me tonight. Thank you all for your questions. Um, thank you all for uh, uh, the opportunity to serve you and your kids and work with you as partners in learning no matter what the circumstances. Thank you very much and uh, give your kids a hug tonight for me and for all of the staff here at ASW. Have a wonderful evening.